This podcast contains adult language and mature themes, which may not be suitable for all listeners. So listen at your own fucking risk. To Essential NPCs, the podcast where we sample some of the best and possibly some of the worst tabletop RPGs. I'm Tommy. And I'm Addie. And you're listening to Series 6, Episode 9 Pleasant Memories. And let's start it off with some announcements. We have one announcement that you know is coming. It is that today is the last day to submit your questions for post game chatter. Uh, that is Tuesday, the 19th of December, 2017. <laughs> Postgame chatter is when we all get together at the end of the finale, talk about the series, and answer questions from the listeners. And we want some questions submitted from you guys. So today's the cutoff. Uh, listen to episode nine. And uh, once you have that, you know, at the cusp of the finale, uh, shoot us an email at EssentialNPCsPodcast at gmail.com or Facebook us or send us a tweet or comment on one of our Instagram photos. We're at Essential NPCs. Or you can go to our website, www.essentialnpcs.com and use the contact us form there to shoot us a question. Uh, you can send as many questions as you like, and they can be about anything that has to do with the campaign or the system or just RPGs in general or really anything. If you submit a question for post-game chatter, we will answer it. And we have an announcement you guys aren't anticipating, which is that this series six, episode nine, is our 100th regular episode. Boo, 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 100 episodes! <laughs> we have put out 100 episodes, not counting bonus episodes or bloops. So in celebration of this wondrous occasion, uh, <laughs> we got uh, really lucky and almost all the characters from this and previous series phoned in to uh, give you guys a special message. So uh, without further ado, here it is. Hello, this is Talia Nazari from Essential NPCs. Hello. Hi. Well met. This is Oberon Delgado from Essential NPCs. This is Barnabas Gunsby. This is Araman Tudge. This is Zeke. This is Zodra. This is Bumbles. This is Kathleen Partentelen. This is Captain Andalith Dorvin. Darren Drow. This is Bumper. This is Boomer. This is Steve Armstrong. This is Mouse. This is Twitch. This is Bankard Brightwood. This is Nim. This is Lieutenant Nashikali Hasha from Essential NPCs. To celebrate our 100th episode, we want to thank you, the listeners, for all your support. So while we're fighting monsters and villains, and even sometimes each other, when one of us gets particularly annoying, we know you're out there listening. And we want you to know, we couldn't do all the amazing things we get to do without you. In fact, we literally wouldn't exist without you. So thank you, listener. Thank you. Ha <laughs> ha! Thank you. Would it be too much too fast if I told you I loved you? All right, calm down, Fluffy. They get it. You mean the world. Worlds to us. So, from Atomic Highway. From Tafra. From Shadowrun. From Uncharted Worlds. From Dungeons and Dragons and all the worlds to come. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's boomer time. It's so exciting. 
Now piss off before I make you eat your teeth. Crethlin! What? I'm just kidding. All right, I'm kidding. On another note, if you do find a belt with a red-hot noose buckle, give it a wide berth just for safety. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and there it is. <laughs> thanks, guys. Uh, we really mean it. Like uh, like everybody said, this podcast would not be here without you guys. So uh, here's to 100 more episodes. And with that, let's move in to Words with the GM. Hello. Hello, GM. Hello. This Words with the GM is about Series 6, Episode 8, Project Puzzle Box. This episode, we make it to the Coastal Enclave, which is a cool change-up of, like, setting and feel, you know? We're not, like, in arid wastelands, uh, and this enclave is a little less stuffy than some of the other ones. Um, and when we get to the Coastal Enclave, it became pretty clear that the main plot was going to be focused on Damien and Bumper's technical skill sets, since they had to make puzzle boxes and GPS devices and so Gips. on. Uh, and, uh, it would have been really easy to just focus on that element of the story as it was the most pressing main plot hook. But if you had done that covert, uh, you were the, you would really only be focusing on Damien and Bumper for a while. Um, instead you made what I think were some really interesting scenarios, uh, that kept Twitch and Zodra involved. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about that? The hunt and Twitch meeting star both served dual purposes in this. The first was keeping everybody engaged. Other players can be invested in the plot and still be interested in what's going on, but it's always more fun to have a little side adventure while the rest of your team's working on something else. Twitch had expressed interest in finding romance, so I figured this would be the place to do it. And Zodra, being the fierce warrior she is, I figured she would love to go on a hunt for these mysterious squirrels you saw. Which brings us to the second purpose for this. And it's a great way to expand the world you're playing in. So instead of just Damien and Bumper in the garage the whole time, uh, you actually got to explore the wilds around the Enclave and see how they live and see the rest of the remnant bunker when Twitch was going and exploring. And Twitch got to meet other mutants, one that happened to have similar abilities and knew how to cope with them as well. And so while while Damien Bumper both working on that, everybody had something to do and everybody got to explore the world through a few different perspectives. And uh, and another nice thing is that, like, uh, sometimes you'll have players that will be really strong in their, like, drive to go find things, Um Twitch just goes walking around um, and then you'll have players or characters who are cool with just sitting in the background. And Z Zodra was just like, yeah, I'm going to sit here and watch him. Uh, and uh, instead of putting the onus on the players, I really like that you took, you know, kind of the initiative to be like, hey, let's explore a little bit. Here are some things to do. Um, and they were not terribly specific at the beginning. Um, but by the time we got done, it really had fleshed out the world in a really nice way so it was uh, a good call bro <laughs> thanks bro bro <laughs> uh you guys are two peanuts in a shell <laughs> <laughs> um and with that let's move on into uh favorite moments uh covert what was your favorite moment 
I'd have to say when Zodra saved that guy's ass from the scary squirrel monsters, <laughs> because if she failed to kill that thing, it would have eaten that guy. Uh, what about you, Tommy? What was your favorite moment? Um, mine is actually a Zodra bumper moment where, uh, it's, it's very subtle and it gets out of the way real fast. And, uh, I only really caught it when I re-listened to it. And it's when, um, Twitch and Damien running karma from afar gets, uh, brought up and Zodra is all cynical about it and says like, yeah, you know what? The people in karma are probably screwed. Do you think we should give them animus worms? instead because then they'll all be like unified or whatever and there's the moment where bumper just goes zodra and she stops her and goes no good (laughs) and he's like nah man (laughs) it's like a very like sherlock holmes and watson-esque moment where like zodra doesn't realize that like what she said is like very inappropriate and like too dark (laughs) and like it's like what don't don't say shit like that, dude. And Zodra's like, you know, turns the bumper to be like her moral compass sometimes. Be like, no, that's a bad thing. to. Okay, sorry. I didn't mean that. <laughs> uh, what about you, Addy? What was your favorite part? Um, my favorite part was, uh, hey, three for three, Zodra today. Oh, man. A Zodra episode um, was uh, actually um, when she's at the Enclave and they're doing the whole hunt thing and like just the moment where I hadn't really thought about it. And so it just like came out naturally where they were like, oh, yeah, we're going to go tell stories and drink as per tradition. And Zodra's like, I'm a sucker for tradition. I can't say no. So, yeah, let's go. Um, And uh, I just imagine her sitting at like a table with like basically her true peers just like carousing and having a great time. And like that that like moment of like, hey, I'm not a weirdo you know, like I'm not the odd man out here was like a really good, like subtle character moment that I really loved. So before we move on, uh, to, uh, episode nine, I do want to say that this is our last words with the GM with covert, uh, because next week we'll have post game chatter and there's no words with the GM. Uh, and Tommy and I want to extend a very big thank you to covert for running, uh, and doing a great job and, um, we will miss you, but we'll see you back behind, um, at the table soon enough. So thanks covert. Yeah. We're just throwing thanks all over the place. Yay! Thanks covert. <laughs> it was really nice for Addie and I to, uh, to get to play together and while we're doing thanks thank you for the opportunity to get to run on the podcast it was terrifying (laughs) (laughs) well it was a ton of fun for us to play so yeah this is great this series has been a ton of fun um and we still have two more episodes to get through so let's let's jump into one of them right now let's go ahead and listen to series six episode nine pleasant memories Enjoy. Howdy. They called me Bumper on account I was found in a car bumper as a baby. Guess my parents didn't really like that I was born a mutie and decided to toss me in the junkyard. An old greaser found me and raised me as his own. He was like real smart and he taught me all sorts of useful things. Mechanics, electronics, history, you name it. When he passed away, I felt a yearning to go out and see the world and whatnot. So I traded all he left me to piece together my very own transport vehicle. I call it the Badass Education and Safety Tour Bus, or for short, the Beast. (laughs) 
Ah, uh, this rusted monstrosity ain't much to look at, but she'll get you from point A to point B in a timely, and more importantly, safe manner. Now, I've been at this business for a few years now, and if I'm being perfectly honest, which I usually am, I probably wouldn't have survived this long if it weren't for this tribal lady named Zodra who travels around with me. She plays a key role in the safety part of my business. I found my home when I built the beast, so it only seems fair I help others find theirs. So as long as I can keep it going, you can bet I'm gonna keep rolling through the waste, picking up strays, and getting them where they need to go. They call me Zodra. I ain't much for talking, but since you want to know my story, I'm a tribeswoman from a place what was called the Green Place. It's a beautiful place with healthy plants and animals that don't much want to eat you. But a while back, a blight came, and the Green Place started dying. So my tribe, we split in two, half moving ahead to find a new Green Place, and the others staying behind, protecting them that can't rightly protect themselves. Along the way, we dropped off folk to serve as links in a chain between the two halves of my tribe. Lighthouses, we called them. And me and mine, we was chosen to be a lighthouse. Me, my daddy, my husband, and my little girl. And for a while, we served faithfully, making a good life for ourselves. That is, till we came down with the pox. I was the only one in my family to come out of that alive. Mostly thanks to Bumper. He found me on the edge of death and brought me back. I don't know how, but way I see it, I owe him my life. And he seems to have made it his business to help people get home. And that's certainly something I can sympathize with. So until either half of my tribe starts making their way through the chain of lighthouses, I'll use what skills I have to keep old Bump and anyone under his care in one piece. Greetings, commoners. You have the pleasure of meeting me, Damien Bolchris. I hail from the Lake Pleasant Remnant Enclave, a beacon of old-world technology and knowledge led by our brilliant and benevolent master, the Professor. I myself practically grew up in the subterranean laboratories of Lake Pleasant, immersed in the gallant tales of old. In fact, I am so well-versed in such stories that I am a bit of a lore master. One day, as I was making a study of the downsides of democratic governments, the alarms began to sound all across the Enclave. We were being attacked by trogs. From my storied knowledge, I knew the thing to do was to make a daring escape. I grabbed my books and dashed through the tunnels. Along the way, I boldly rescued a curious simpleton called Twitch, and together we made our escape across the lake into the lawless wastes of the surface. Well, hey, they call me Twitch. I don't really have a name on account of being kidnapped as a tiny child for my electrokinetic powers and used as a battery for a remnant enclave led by a man called the Professor. I spent a couple decades chained up in a generator room, getting jabbed with various instruments to increase my output until my home was overrun by vicious trogs. Best day of my life! 
During the invasion, a guy named Damien accidentally stumbled upon my chamber and freed me from my chains. As the first person to meet me and not torture me for electrical power, Damien instantly became my best friend. We escaped the chaos on his kayak of freedom and got picked up by two wastelanders driving a big old bus they call The Beast. I don't know where we're going, but hopefully I can escape this life of horrible pain and find a place to call home. When we last left our group of adventurers, they had gone to the coastal enclave to try to get that remnant group on board with their plans. They met the leader, Isaac, and they were able to construct their own puzzle box. We left on a cliffhanger when Isaac, the remnant's leader, opened the door to his daughter's room, and Twitch was heard screaming, Yeah! Oh, sweet release! What the hell? Is this what love sounds like? What are we looking at in here? Twitch is just holding on to two uh, iron bars descending from the ceiling, uh, jolting, jerking, uh, discharging himself of electricity all over the room. <laughs> and Star is either watching or who maybe she's joining in. I don't know. She's just waiting her turn. She's just enjoying the fireworks for now. Oh, oh! Hey, Twitch! Uh, hey! Uh, nothing! It's ain't nothing! Ain't no thing happening! Twitch says, his uh, arms falling to his side smoothly and without jerking motions at all. Twitch, that was terrifying and great at the same time! <laughs> I just found out that there's there's a way for uh, me to help power enclaves without getting tortured. Star showed me. Star showed me a lot of things. Hi, Star. We was looking for you. Oh, yeah. Why? First well, off, thanks for helping my friend Twitch. Of course. Yeah, He's been through a lot. I'm smiling for the first time, not because I have to. Aw. Oh. Well... We've got a thing or two to show you, if you've got the time. Yes, of course. Um, and I, I pull up on the puzzle box the various blueprints of the hydroponic gardens and the water filtration systems and so on and so forth. Uh, and I say, I understand your enclave has the technology or the, the materials to make these things, but doesn't quite have the know-how. And uh, Isaac says, you're the one to talk to. Yeah, I have a knack for these things. Well, let me show you how it works. And I go into the details of how to construct these things out of the materials that are available. Uh, she seems to understand um, having the blueprints now. Uh, she thinks she can work with this. Uh, yeah, and then this is here's uh, is the blueprint for uh, what we've been calling them like transistor boxes or whatever. Receiver box. That's the one. Uh, yeah, and so uh, we need we need a lot of these too. Basically, like my th my thought is like we gotta start like mass producing all this stuff and getting it ready to get like sent out around, and anyone who wants to join our little like government uh, can can like get some of this stuff so that they can have a better quality of life and all that. Uh, so, like, we're going to need, like, you to, like, find all the supplies to, like, make the things and also build up some of these receiver boxes so that we can hand them out to people. All right. Yeah. I can get to work on this. That sounds great. Good show. Good show. Well, that's all taken care of and all that then. Uh, 
We need to still, we got a few more loose ends to tie up, though, before uh, all this is done. Oh, that's right. I guess I do have to leave here at some point or another. Yeah, well, like, I think we can, like, rest up for, like, an evening, make sure that, uh, uh give, give you some time, Star, to, like, maybe, like, look through everything, make sure you don't have any questions, uh, and then, uh, if you have any questions, I think you can call us on this, this here, uh, uh puzzle box we done made. Oh, excellent. I'll see about making one tonight, uh, just to see how easy it is. Well... It is quite difficult and is a feat of technological achievement combined with intellectual rigor and dedication. Got it. But if you have any questions over overnight while you're working, I will certainly make myself available. All right. Meanwhile, if anyone needs it, then I'm going to be working on the base. I have a new idea. All right. So Star uh, takes off towards the workshop. Bumper, you're heading towards the beast? Yeah, on my way there, I'm going to just find like someone who looks like kind of like small and impressionable. But not like a child or nothing. But I'm going to grab someone and be like, Hey! Hey! Uh, Isaac said I needed to get something for my car to make it a little bit better. Uh, do you know like where like I can find like some scrap or some supplies? Something I can like weld on or something? Uh, why didn't you just ask Isaac? Oh, he was busy. Look, you just point me in the direction. I'll find the way. I guess that would be out in the garage. I go there. There's scrap metal. Okay, cool. I'm going to grab a whole bunch of that and go back to the base and start sharpening it and welding it onto the tires. That way, if someone gets all up on our side, I can just move to the side and pop their tires with my tires. All right, you do that. Uh, you, you take a little bit of time over the evening. You're, you're welding and making spiky tires. What's everyone else doing? Twitch? Well, I'm going to find Isaac, I, I guess, and I'm going to say, Hey, Isaac. Yeah. Hey, I, I just wanted to... to Thank you for everything you and your daughter have uh, given us while we're here. Uh, learned so much from you. And hope you learned something from us. Now, you've been very generous to us, and I, I just wanted to see if maybe there was a little bit more generosity left in there. See, we're, we're going on a tough journey back to our trog-infested former home enclave, and, you know, we might need some supplies while we're there. I, I thought I might, you know... Get some presents for my friends. That bumper fella's using some of our scrap for some project. And oh, that's the present I would have gotten him anyway. Well, there you go. And uh, for my friend Zodra, I, I remember uh, she really wanted to throw an explosive uh, ballista bolt at a car and blow it up. But when she threw it, it didn't blow up. So if you have any explosive ballista bolts that she could throw at a car and have it blow up, I'm sure she would like that. What? <laughs> well, don't you have any kind of like explosive that Zodra could throw at cars? We hunt with our weapons. If we did that, we wouldn't have much meat left. Oh, maybe I'll see what I can scrounge together uh, from from what you've got. I, I don't know too much about nothing, uh, but I, I've seen what it looks like, so maybe I can piece it together. And then uh, for Damien, all right, so he's gotten pretty good at typing, which is uh, writing words with a little uh, board made of light, but... Uh, he's always wanted, uh, I think, to be able to write with his hands. So if you have like a something uh, you you can write with and write on, I bet he would like that. Oh, paper? Oh yeah. Does that exist? I thought I was just making that up. 
He opens his desk and pulls out a wooden pencil and a couple sheets of paper and hands it to you. Oh, my God. I bet he could write so many letters at a time with this. (laughs) Can I take this? I've got plenty. Yes, you can have it. Wow. Thanks. And, hey, would you mind? Can I take a look around your armory and find something for Zodra? What, What are you thinking? Well, I don't know. I'm going to look for an explosive tip ballista bolt. I know you said you don't have any, but maybe you don't know what it looks like. <laughs> sure, you're welcome to look around. Thanks. What were you and my daughter doing? <laughs> we were discharging together. Oh, uh, are you one of those uh, electrokinesis? Yes, but I, I'm in charge of my body and my bioelectricity, and you can have it if I choose to give it to you. Uh, all right. Get out of my office. Okay. <laughs> Zodra. Yes. What are you doing during all this? Well, um, like a proper hunts person, um, I am cleaning and butchering my kill. Uh, of course, chopping up the stew meat so, uh, it's, uh, packaged properly so, uh, we can travel with it and have stew on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, leaving the, the steaks and, and cutlets and whatnot for here because those don't travel right. And um, and then after that, I, I suppose I'm going to find a place to kip up and, and uh, wait for my compatriots to, uh, to uh, be ready to go. I assume that that would be in the beast, but if I can't find my way back there, then, uh, then I'll just find a room that's now mine. Uh, you're able to f- find your way back to the beast. This place is a little easier to navigate. Hi, Zo. Hi, Bump. Hi, check it out. Look at my tires. They're deadly tires now. I like it. Yeah. They don't go flat. They make other people's go flat, though. That's pretty ironical. Ain't it, though? Mm-hmm. Ain't it? All right, you, you gonna rest up? Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't have much to do here in this, uh, place. Well, I think we're gonna be ready to go here soon. If we don't want to, like, take a night, sleep here, we can sleep on the road. It's kind of a long way back to Lake Pleasant, I suppose. I don't know what everybody else has been up to. Maybe when I'm done working on this, I'll go hold, go out there and see if I can find them. All right. And so I finish up the last wheel, and I'm going to go wander around and see if I can find them. Damien. Yes, um, I'd like to speak with Isaac. Uh, I go to his office i i pass twitch on the way it seems like he hides something behind his back very quickly bye goodbye um and i go on and knock on uh isaac's door come in i open the door hello isaac hello there's something there's an important matter we need to discuss yes so i've come here bringing you these technology and knowledge of how to use what you've already got. Um, but perhaps you don't know about my broader schemes. Oh, dear. Listen, we're going to unite the whole wasteland, bring all of them this technology, not just you, although you are an essential component. So we want to establish these enclaves as sort of centers of government, but... Uniting, uniting them uh, into a, having a, a council that would control and organize all the activities in the region. Go on. 
And to that end, for the establishment of this council, I think it would be an excellent idea, and because I think it would be an excellent idea, you can take my word for it, that uh, very soon we ought to have a meeting of all the heads of the enclaves and myself, who is sort of the head of the heads of the enclaves, if you like, uh, and get together and have a meeting of how we ought to govern this new sort of cooperative society that uh, I have established or am in the process of establishing. What do you say to that? I'd be interested in joining a council. Well, that is excellent news. I imagine, since uh, Karma is a central location and I am in control of it, that we ought to meet there. So, very soon I shall be sending you a message on your puzzle box of the time and the exact coordinates. And uh, as soon as you get that message, make preparations for you uh, and anyone else you'd like to bring along with you to meet at Karma so we can make some sort of constitution. Yeah, like in the old days. Yes, precisely. Ah, you're acquainted with the lore of old, I see. Yeah. Good man, good man. Well, I'm sure we'll get along famously at the summit, and I'll see you there. Indeed. I look forward to your invitation. I look forward to writing it. It will be a great pleasure to read, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) Although, I do feel that, do you know, all this typing on my puzzle box it's it's very it's very efficient it's very fast but it's not quite the personal touch that i would like my leadership to have and i gave your friend a pencil and oh. paper already what i gave your friend twitch pencil and paper already well why did you give it to him you should be giving it to me have you any more yeah but i think he was wanting to give you that as a gift so look surprised Isaac, we shall have to work on your diplomatic abilities. (laughs) (laughs) But that's a lesson for another time. Good day. Good day. Twitch? Uh, I'm scrounging around in the armory, seeing what I can find. What looks like Zodra might like it. You approach the armory, and you open it up, and it's most of the usual stuff. Uh, Bows, quivers of arrows, uh, hunting spears. Uh, but on the very back wall, in a glass case, you see a... It looks almost like a club, but where the handle would be, it's a skinny metal barrel. And it seems to have a knob sticking out the side in the middle. Ah, uh, bows. Ojo's got one of those. And Spears got, like, six of those. And... <gasps> Oh, she doesn't have any glass cases. <laughs> oh. oh, but there's a stick inside it. Well, there's no real way to get it out. So I guess I'll just bring her the case and oh, she can probably open it up. She's good at that kind of thing. But, oh, man, I bet this would shatter real nice if you hurled it at somebody. <laughs> and I pick up that glass case and I, try, I hoist it uh, up with both arms and I stumble around with it. It's a little unwieldy. I'm sure they won't mind if I take this. It's no good for hunting, that's for sure. <laughs> Just get glass in your meat. <laughs> Zodra. Yes? Twitch brings you a glass case. Hey, Zodra. I was uh, shopping around for gifts for all my friends while I was here, and I, I was in the armory, and I, I found something I don't think you have. Look at this. And I, uh, I step to the side to reveal that I have a... a 
glass case standing upright, and there's a stick inside it, and it's all weird shaped, and it's got like a weird club on the end. But uh, maybe it's like two weapons in one. There's like a glass case you can throw at someone and a stick to hit them with if that doesn't get them. And there's three brass trinkets inside of it as well. Uh, do I know what a gun looks like? Do uh, I know what a roll, gun is? Roll understanding and lore. See if you've heard tales of this. No. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea what this is. The case is pretty nice, though. You could probably store some more stuff in it. Or you could plant stuff in it. Oh, Twitch, that's a good idea. Point, yeah, I can, I, can plant, I can turn it upside down and take the stick out, put that pot and soil in it, and then we can see the roots of those plants the, and, and the carrots growing. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, if it ever breaks, it'll be great to, like, throw in somebody's face. Oh, yeah, I did think of that. Yeah, and uh, I guess um, this metal stick definitely hurt. I mean, I got hit by a pipe once, and, uh, yeah, it's like a good, ooh, this is heavy. All right, well, am I supposed to take these uh, brass brass doohickeys, too? Yeah, it's probably jewelry or something. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, like a necklace out of it. I have a necklace, but I can make one for you. For me? Yeah. Wow. All right. I mean, you know, gift giving equality and all that. You giving me something decent so I can give you something, you know, of the same value, the necklace for this glass case and stick. So, wow. That's a fair trade. I sure would like that. Thanks, Sodra. All right. So, uh, with Twitch's help, we rip out the very back seat. He and I install this upside down glass case, fill it with potting soil, and move some of the uh, grown plants from the top of the beast into the potting soil itself inside, and then plant new things in the helmet and buckets on the top. Oh, I like it. Yeah. I like it. It looks great. Thanks. This This was a... This was a nice gesture, Smiley. All right. Well, I got a few more to get around to. I'm glad you like it. I'll start working on that uh, necklace for you. Thanks. And then I put the stick under like a, a, a seat. My case of weapons is already pretty full, so uh, I don't want to like jam it in there and break any of my valuables. So I just throw it under a seat. <laughs> Hi, Damien. Yes, Bumper. Hi, you seen Twitch? I'm trying to rally up troops. Figure we can sleep on the road on the way to Lake Pleasant. Oh, yes. Um, well, I saw him about 30 minutes ago. I was passing uh, him. He was walking away from Isaac's office. I was going towards Isaac's office. I haven't seen him since then. Okay. Um, you ready to ship out? Uh, yes. I'd just like to check that Star is making progress uh, appropriately. Okay. So how about that? I'll go back to the base. You go talk to Star. And then if you see Twitch on the way, let him know we're getting ready to go. I'll keep an eye out. All right, cool. Oh, hey, both the guys I was looking for. Oh, Shay, hey, Twitch. <laughs> I was looking for you. Well, hey, <laughs> it's good to see you both. Hey, I was just, uh, you know, shopping around for gifts for my friends, and uh, I found something for the both of you. Uh, bumper, for you, I found these uh, four large spikes that I thought you might want to weld onto the wheels of the beast. Oh, Twitch, you and I are like, like-minded and all that. 
I already done put some metal on the wheels, but now with these ones, I can make them go out further. Or you can have a second one on each wheel. Oh, shit, yeah! Okay, I'm gonna go do that. Thanks, Twitch. I give him a hug. I hug him back. <laughs> Even if it hurts a little for, you know, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> the pain is good, Twitch. The pain is good. And I go running off. Oh, uh, I should discharge again before I leave. Might be a while till I get to do it again. <laughs> oh, oh, I almost forgot. Damien, I got something for you, too. It's a real big surprise. And out of my pocket, I pull uh, four pieces of paper, folded in half, and then folded in half again. So they look kind of like a, a book. And, and then on the front of it, um, I, I drew, uh, drew a smiley face. And then if you open it up, on the first page, I, I wrote every symbol I could think of, but I, I run out of steam about a third of the way down the first page. and like, I wrote you this book. <laughs> I did as much as I could, but I, I kind of ran out of ideas. Uh, I got a writer's block. But, you know, I thought... As I was uh, running out of ideas, I thought, oh, you know who's got a lot of ideas? Damien. Maybe he'd want to finish the book. So I figured I'd just give it to give the rest of the blank pages to you. Um, ever since Isaac told me, sort of spilled the beans about this surprise, I've been trying to think of the best way to feign <laughs> surprise. Uh, because I don't, I don't want Twitch to feel bad. You know, I like the fellow quite a lot. So I've been thinking about how to do it. But unfortunately, I've grossly miscalibrated. And the surprised sound <laughs> that I end up making comes out like this. Ah! <laughs> oh, I'm sorry! I'm sorry! I know the I know the symbolism of the smiley face has been you know confusing over the past uh, a while that we've been out of this enclave, but you know I thought maybe I'd reclaim it, make it into a good thing. No, it's all right. I'm just so surprised. Oh my god! Oh, ah. oh. thank thank you. I'll try to give you more of a warning next time. <laughs> No, you please don't. It's good. It's a good surprise. Can't you tell? Ah! <laughs> ah! I'm surprised at how happy you sound. <laughs> I think to myself, I feel that this has gone quite... This interaction has gone quite awry for some reason, but I can't quite put my finger on it. <laughs> uh, and I take, I take the paper and I take the pencil and I turn to Twitch and I say, This will be very useful. Thank you. I can't imagine how you thought of it. <laughs> Me neither, actually. <laughs> but uh, I hope you enjoy it. I certainly will. I can't wait to not read it when you're done. Maybe you could read it to me. You okay, know, bye. <laughs> oh, goodbye. I get back to the base and I poke my head and Hey, Zell, you working on anything? Uh, I've just finished up my, my pot and soil uh, contraption thing. Um, so I, I turn to a bumper and I go, oh, uh, no, actually, uh, I just finished. Don't worry. Nothing has changed. I mean, I see you ripped out that back seat. I thought it would look nice on the top. It's all right. Work in progress and all that. Everyone gets to contribute. All right. Anyhow. Uh, I need a quick hand here. I got some extra spikes to put on the wheels from Twitch. He seems like he's in a gift-giving mood and all that. Yeah, yeah. He he gave me um 
some some stuff I, I, I have installed. All right, well, let's go ahead and weld this stuff on there. All right, I hold you weld. We weld it double time. All right, you weld it double time. Damien, uh, you find Star in her workshop. Hello, Star. Uh, how are things progressing? All going well? You tell me. She holds up one of the uh, projectors and turns it on, and it seems to be working. Oh, this is quite good, quite expert work. Well done. Congratulations. Told you I could do it. I only doubted it briefly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Listen, you seem to have quite a good head on your shoulders. I'd like you to accompany your father Isaac to the upcoming Constitutional Summit at Karma. He can fill you in on the details, but just know that this is an extremely prestigious event, and it will go down in the history books, because I will be writing the history books. (laughs) A, a, A Constitutional Summit? Yes, Isaac will fill you in on those sorts of details, but wear your best clothing. <laughs> Dress to impress. I think there's someone there who might take notice. Uh, she looks down at her pretty tattered jumpsuit. All right. Sounds good. And keep up the good work. Bring those receiver boxes with you, by the way. That was the real reason I want you to come, to bring the things you're making. Well, thank you. And I go and return to the beast. As you leave, Twitch is obviously hiding next to the door and very conspicuously sneaking into Star's room after you leave, closing the door behind him, believing himself very sneaky. (laughs) Uh, And then fade to black. Yeah. (laughs) Who knows what we're doing? Lights flickering to you, (laughs) Zo. Yep. Okay, good. It's not like that fluttering vision thing coming back to me. That's good. Okay. Uh, well, we look like we all done here, so we just need to get everyone here. Why is it like not all four of us can be at the beast at one time? <laughs> Departing is the hardest thing in the world. I come running. Sorry, sorry, I had some last minute business to attend to. Oh, good, good, good. Where's Damien? Uh, I stroll onto the bus nonchalantly, and I say, "Is everyone ready?" <laughs> <laughs> Just so happens that we are, Damien. We all on the same page. All right. So, so we're going. Now I want to make sure I know the destinations appropriately as the driver. Uh, I'm taking you guys. Now, this is a little confusing to me, but I'm taking you guys back to Lake Pleasant, the place you was running from. Yeah. That is correct. Okay, we're going to go and talk to the Trogs there, because they're like in charge of that remnant now. Hopefully, they're not. We're just going to see. That's fair. That's fair. There were people there. So, like, I guess we'll just kind of suss out that situation. Okay, and then is that where I'm dropping y'all off? Are we going somewhere else? Oh, actually, Bumper, there is one final location I'd like you to take us after Lake Pleasant. Okay, where is it? That would be Tacoma. Oh, wait, but that's on the way. Okay, so you want me to go to Lake Pleasant and come back up to Tacoma? Exactly. Okay. The reason is I have come up with perhaps the most brilliant idea of our era. (laughs) Simply establishing connections between the enclaves and the smaller towns is not enough. We must establish a code of laws and a reliable system of government to maintain the progress that will come from these technological advancements. To that end, I have begun to invite the leaders of the enclaves, and I will invite the leaders of the towns as well, to a sort of summit at a central location, which I believe, and I believe the best central location is Kama, because it is in the middle of all three of the enclaves, and I am the leader of it. 
we will meet at Karma to establish a sort of constitution to govern and provide guidance for governing our new society. And that is why I have chosen to call it the Constitutional Summit. <laughs> that sounds real good. No, uh, just a, one, one pointer. Uh, leader by proxy. Just want to make sure that's clear. And I, give, <laughs> I give Twitch a thumbs up. Thumbs up. But yeah, that sounds real good, Damien. All right, cool. We're going to save the world. Let's go. And I jump on into base. All right. He jumps into the beast. Everyone piles into the beast. And uh, I have to inch my way out. It's a very tight squeeze. So we go real slow at first. Yeah, you go real slow. Twitch, you look out the back and you see Star. Um, she's waving to you. I waggle, wave my fingers at her, and I, I draw a little lightning bolt. <laughs> she, uh, she looks flattered and uh, smiles. And we go driving down towards Lake Pleasant. Now, if there's a way I can like kind of like maybe skirt by that lake that we like fix the hydrator pumping thingy on, then like maybe I can see like how that's coming along. But uh, you know, final destination is Lake Pleasant. Everyone, strap on in. It's gonna be a few days ride. <laughs> Uh, on the way, I'm, I'm, uh, getting to work on making this, a uh, jewelry necklace thingy, but I don't have any more wiring. So, um, hey, hey, bump. Oh yeah. What's up? Do you have any like spare wiring that I could have? Just like maybe like a hand length or two, really just long enough to go around somebody's neck. Well, you make like a garrote or something? <laughs> well, not right now. <laughs> Uh, no, I was, I was going to make, so, you know, Twitchy gave us all like presents and so now I owe him. So I, I'm making him like this necklacey thing, but, uh, he's all like electric and, and making it out of like rope might just catch it on fire. So I was looking for like wiring. I mean, I might got some extra wiring that the beast don't need. I mean like this, this like. Gas gauge indicator is kind of useless, so I'm, I might I might be able to pull wire out of that. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, I mean, like, what kind of gauge you need? What you working with? Oh, uh, uh, these uh, brass teeth. Do I recognize these brass teeth as something more sinister? Low, roll lore and understanding. That's toe hats. That's you've heard of these. These are bullets. They're used as ammunition. They're like arrows for uh, for an old world weapon called a rifle. Oh, hell, Zoe, you know what you got there? Brass teeth. No, 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 no. These things, they're called bullets. They, they work with like a specific type of weaponry. And like these little penny things here, the weaponry like punctures them. And then this little brass thing here goes flying like real fast, faster than you can see. Like faster than an arrow by like at least half. <laughs> Oh man, that sounds very interesting to me. Where yeah. do I get one of these? What What did you call it? Was oh, I didn't. It's called like a gun. Oh, uh, do you know where? Or like a riffle. These look like they might be. They're kind of big, so like maybe they're maybe they're riffle bullets. All right. Um. Uh. Do we know where we can get a, a riffle? <laughs> where we can get a riffle from? Are you kidding me? Look, like, it's crazy. You even found these bullets. All right, but like. Think about this for a second. Like, this is like, this is like, like Excalibur, right? This is like mythical. Like, we were talking about magic before. This is actual magic, Zoe. 
uh, you ain't bump- gonna find no ripple. Bumper, you actually go over a bump in the road and you hear something clatter into the alleyway of between the seats. Well, in the interest of safety, I obviously look that way to make sure everyone's secure and all the luggage is fine. It's a riffle. Okay, so I let go of the whale, but cruise control's on. <laughs> <laughs> and I just kind of sit there like slack jaw, like tongue kind of like agape, looking down the aisle at this beautiful creation of death. Uh, I look at where he's looking. Yes. Oh, sorry, Bump. Uh, I, I didn't tie it down properly. I walk over and shove it back under the seat. So, so I walk away from the wheel. <laughs> so. Yeah, Bump. So that's a, that's a, where'd you get that? Guys, guys, guys. Damien, Twitch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, huh. I was Riffles. Not dreaming about nipples. <laughs> <laughs> look at what so got. And I reach down underneath. And as far as at least Twitch thinks, I pull out a stick with some metal. <laughs> wow, another one. Another one? Wait, hold on. Damien, you know what this is, right? Please tell me you know what this is. Do I know what this is? Understanding and lore. I mean, of course I know what it is. <laughs> Five hits. Yes, you definitely know what this is. That is a rifle. This model was specifically for hunting. Hunting medium and large game. Oh, Ooh, ooh, this is a rifle. This is a legendary weapon used by the most skilled hunters and warriors of the bygone eras. That's, that's, it's called Riffle. Riffle. No, no, it's a rifle. <laughs> we could put it to a vote. <laughs> riffle or rifle? I kind of like riffle. I put I, up my hand. I like riffle as well. I'm sorry. It's definitely a riffle. Language is not all right. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so. Okay. Sounds like Damien can teach you how to use this because I just kind of have to figure it out. But it seems like he maybe knows a thing or two about it. You, you know a thing or two about it, Damien. You're able to show her how it functions because you found some old manuals, I'm sure, or read about it. And you instruct her on how to load it and how to make it fire. Yes, I, I take the rifle very too nonchalantly, and I say, I know a thing or two about this. Let <laughs> me show you how it's done. And things sort of clatter about a bit as I try to load the thing, and it takes me a few tries, but eventually I get it. I say, there. Third, third time's the charm. You should start saying that. Third time's the charm. <laughs> per good science. All right, so, uh, so then I just pull on this doohickey? That's right. And then it shoots fire and death out of its mouth like a dragon. <laughs> Wait, what? Dragon fire? Well, I, I mean, it's it uh, like fire propels that little brass thing into someone's skull. Uh-oh. Ooh. Gonna have a hell of a kick, though. Gonna have to be very careful with that thing. And you only got three shots, so make them count. All right. I, I dislodge the, the bullet uh, and I'm gonna hide it in my seed bag. Ooh. Yeah, I'm going to hide them in my seed bag, and then I'm going to make a, a necklace for Twitch of, of seeds. I think next time he goes electric, they might turn into popcorn. <laughs> 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 at a certain point, I realized it's been about 10 minutes without anybody at the wheel, so I'm going to go back over there and <laughs> s- suss out the situation. <laughs> it's a pretty straight road, so you're fine. Okay, good. We good. All right, I'm I'm uh, pull some, some metal... And uh, and make a little like rack for the riffle and uh, and uh, yeah. I'm sure you got enough random shit laying around. You can do that. N- nice job, Twitchy. Thanks. 
I made you I made you this. It's not the same as the cool breast teeth that I thought they was, but um but uh you know they're the it's like mine, but without the like hard stuff around. See, I have the I have this the necklace too, so you can have you can have an honorary one. Oh wow. Thank you so much. If you hadn't told me, I wouldn't have known the difference. And I and I put it on and uh I kind of like show it off a little bit and uh, uh, proudly strut around doing a strut vaguely reminiscent of the boogie beast <laughs> up and down, up and down the hall of this of the beast. Work it, Twitch. <laughs> I look good now. Uh, so you guys continue your way south. You drive by the formerly polluted lake and see that it's uh, cleared up quite a bit. There's still a little tinge of green on some parts. Uh, you probably wouldn't drink out of it quite yet, but it's definitely looking much better. I'm definitely going to stop there for a minute. Oh, okay. Kind of pull over, let Zoe take a look at the soil, kind of let her do her thing. Go for it. Uh, I take a look, and if, if it ain't if it ain't potable, uh, uh, I I I can't rightly kill these beautiful carrots that I've been growing and the potatoes are looking very nice so that's good um but I can't leave them here with nothing to drink but but poison niche water so uh not quite ready yet but we'll have to come back okay cool. as long as we've stopped I go out of the beast and I go over to Zodra and I say Zodra as long as you're making things I thought you could make something for me <laughs> all right I'm listening Good. You've made this bone armor already, but I was thinking I should have a sort of augmentation to it. You might notice my shoulders have gotten a bit broader since we last <laughs> spoke. Uh, no one seems to have commented on this fact. It's very confusing and insulting to me personally, but my I, it's true. I've been looking in the mirror quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and so if, if those could, if you, if you could sort of broaden those out a bit, and also if you have any human skulls lying around, if you could sort of take the face of one of those skulls and put it on front of the helmet that I've got. So I'm like, it's sort of a disguised visage. Um, so human skulls ain't, uh, ain't exactly just lying around. I, I usually got to make them. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I, I do have the jaw that proper goes on that skull that's already on you, the abominations jaw. So I could make it like a, like a, it, you could close the jaw and then just like look through the teeth. Would it sort of disguise my face so you couldn't recognize me? Well, either the top half or the bottom half, whichever you prefer. I suppose the top half is more indicative. Okay. Gimme. I give it. I hand. I hand over the bone armor. Okay, but also, like, what are you gonna give me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give you freedom, justice, and honor, and it, also one of these cans of wood stainer. I'll take it. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, and I, I do so. So now it's all disguisable. You, you put it on, and. You, it looks like you're o looking through like a semi-open mouth, like it's growling at you. And then I put some of the wood stain on the ends of the teeth so it looks like it's dripping. Oh, this is extremely intimidating. Thank you very much, Zodra. 
intimidation is my speciality other than shooting and melee and, and killing in general and hunting and growing things. Yes, I was very afraid to talk to you about this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. I'm glad I didn't get it either. Well, we have an accord. I shake her hand. I shake his hand vigorously. I am a bit afraid of what might happen, but it's just a handshake. And while he's all cowering and stuff, I get back on the beast. And I dust myself off and look around at the wilderness and make sure no one was looking. <laughs> and then I get back on the beast as well. And I set to work on the uh, on the helmet visor obfuscation panel. <laughs> <laughs> And I get uh, drowned down to Lake Pleasant. And you make your way to Lake Pleasant in the familiar desert wasteland you all once called home. And on the horizon you see Damien and Twitch, where you used to call home, the Lake Pleasant Enclave. This is only the second time I've seen it from the outside. <laughs> it doesn't look any different from when we left. What does it look like? Is it like in the middle of a lake? Is it next to a lake? I, I know there's like a, a a surface village above whatever hatch leads down to the depths below. Oh, yeah, and like a fence or something that used to be electric. Yeah. <laughs> well, it probably did. <laughs> That's right. I bet that was a deterrent from trogs. Huh. <laughs> yes, you see the fence and you see uh, the town on top of it. Well, hold on. I'm going to kind of, like, hang back for a second. We okay. should have a game plan. Because, like, first off, we don't know if this is still, like, under professor control or trog control. If, like, you guys are, like, wanted fugitives. Or, like, if, like, you're cool heroes or something for helping the trogs out. Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah, maybe the trogs like us. Yeah. But they wouldn't know who we are in any case. Right, right. But we could tell them and convince them. Oh, hey. Are the fences still intact, or have they been busted down? They've been busted down. That's a that's a point in favor of Trogtown. Seems that way. Are there no signs of rebuilding? There are no signs of rebuilding. That's a point in favor of Ghost Town. Well, either way, we should get on in. Okay, cool. Maybe, like, y'all, like, usually in these situations, I said, Damien, take the first step out. But maybe, like, Zoe and I, like, suss out the situation outside the bus first. Oh, you gotta some, stay inside. Some scouting sounds good to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, now, I had... Now I have this helmet visor obfuscation panel so that I can go out... I can still go out first like I ought to. Okay. And no one would recognize me. All right, can you, like... And I know the, I know the layout, so I... That's good, that's good. Okay, so basically, Twitch, I just don't want you to get, like, nabbed and, like, tortured again, so... Like, maybe, like, hang back a second. We give you the thumbs up and you follow us, yeah? I, I appreciate that very much. Yeah, like I said, gotta make it sure you stay safe, buddy. All right, here we go. Everyone all on three. One, two, three, go! And, we, yeah. and I drive forward another, like, ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you approach the front gate of the complex. Okay, I roll down the window. I poke my head out. Anyone up there? Hello? Silence. Hello, anyone there? You only hear your own echo. I got cool stuff to try! Now where's my eyebrows expectingly? Nothing. Okay, maybe everyone's dead. Let's go inside. Can I open this gate? It swings in into a uh, vestibule where there's another gate. And you see, upon closer inspection, that they're in fact both open. Okay, cool. I can just kind of like push these in with the bus slowly. 
do we notice any sort of movement around, maybe from any of the buildings or any sort of scurrying, any signs of life? You may take a look with the senses and notice roll. Stay frosty out there, guys. I got three hits. I've got five hits. I have three hits. Oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't looking. I was hiding <laughs> in the bus. <laughs> was I supposed to be looking for something? I say, poking my head out of the bus and yelling, maybe a little too loud. <laughs> now go back in Twitch. Oh, sorry. All of you that were looking do see some movement in some of the windows of the building. Uh, what building is that? So you come in through the gate. It looks like one of the above ground housing units. You see movement in the window. It doesn't look like it's moving quickly, just normally. Hi, y'all see what I see? I certainly do. Okay. This is very encouraging. Yeah, well, see, you say encouraging. I say ominous. Well, perhaps there were some survivors, some remnant survivors. Maybe. Maybe that's like a raider scavenger. Maybe it's a bloodthirsty trog monster. I don't know. It could be anything. I'm just saying that's precautious. Okay, I pull, I pull on up to that building. How many stores is this building? It's three. Okay. It's not huge. All right. Should I stay with the car in case we need to make a quick getaway? Uh, I think that is the safest option. Okay. So, Damien, you want to like go out and maybe like talk to this person if he's a remnant person, right? Yes, that would be ideal. Okay, okay. So, so obviously you're going to need Zoe there with you just in case it gets hairy. But I'm going to stay here with the car in case we need to run away. I don't know about you, Twitch. You want to stay in here too, yeah? Well, I, I think I'm going to put on this scarf and hat. And and, and, I, and I'll come out and I'll scout with you. If anyone asks me who I am, I'll, I'll just ask them what it is to them. That's usually a pretty good tactic. Obfuscate and chastise. I like it. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, y'all go here. If there's anything out here, I'll keep a I'll keep a lookout, and then hit the horn if uh, if anything happens. Uh, what what level is this uh the shadow it, on? It was on the second floor. All right, and and the beast is like right next to this building. Yeah, it's pulled up. All right, I'm just gonna um hop on up to the the top of the beast and uh and just hop on stealthy like into into one of these windows as the uh, boys go in the front door. All right, if you're being stealthy, go ahead and roll nibble and stealth. Uh, that's two hits. All right. You've done this a million times. You're, you climb on top of the bus, and you're able to stay out of view of anything in the window. And there's actually a little ledge uh, underneath the windows all, all around the building. Um, and you try to get in to the window? Uh, uh, that I do. The window's open. You're able to open it. And then I just stealthy like roll in stealthy. <laughs> and land in like a crouch posture. Did you go into the window you saw the movement in? Was the movement still in there? No. Okay, then yes. Okay. What do I see in this window broom? <laughs> <laughs> you roll in and you look around and it looks like just a, a housing unit. It's been abandoned. The The bed doesn't have any linens on it or anything. It's in pretty rough shape. It's stained and gross. It looks like the wardrobe's been knocked over and it's swinging open and it's empty. So everything in here has been overturned and taken? Yep. There ain't nothing good in here? Nope. Unless you need a mattress. 
Is the mattress made of straw? I can use some straw. <laughs> I take some straw. All right. Damien. Yes, I, uh, I don my bone armor with its improved obfuscation helmet, and I turn to Twitch with his scarf and hat disguise on, and I say, listen, Twitch, I'm not scared or nervous, so why don't you go first? <laughs> Perfect. Yes, the bravest person should be in the back. I, exactly. After you, I go in the front door, and I follow him. By the way, Damien, have you noticed that your shoulders have gotten markedly broader lately? Oh, well, I had noticed. I was wondering what took you so long to comment on it. <laughs> huh. <laughs> you guys walk into the building. It, uh, it, it appears to be a lobby of some sort. It's kind of open a, a desk um, straight ahead towards the wall um, and a set of stairs to your right. Oh, my God. I remember this building. One of my friends used to live here. Well, when I say friend, you know, a, a colleague used to live here. Uh, well, 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 not so much a colleague as we, we were friends. We were acquaintances in high school. Well, well, he sat behind me in math class and he copied my answers. But he did live here. I know he lived. I know he lived here because I followed him home once. I, I wanted to talk to him, but I was too uh, embarrassed to say anything. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Life outside the generator room must have been real interesting. Not for me. <laughs> hey, me neither. Hey, maybe he's still around. I hope so. Maybe this time I'll say hello to him. We look around. There's still, there's still posters and stuff on the wall saying, Professor Knows Best and uh, various motivational posters. So just hang in there. But if you're looking at any of the desks, it seems everything useful has been picked clean. Uh, are there any hiding places in here? Sure. Well, I, I, we're looking for someone who would have been moving around. So ah. if they're if they're hiding, I, I want to see if there's anybody hiding around here. You can make in a senses and notice, or even an understanding and notice. Since if you guys are familiar with the building, you would know which places would be good to hide especially if you're stalking somebody to their home two hits one hit you're unable to find anybody hiding out in there but there's a pretty big open room there aren't many places to hide or look hey whoever's hiding in here is an idiot for not picking these spots that we found <laughs> <laughs> these are great hiding spots yes what fools they are We've gained much experience out in the wilderness. And I, I go over to the post that says Professor Knows Best, and I reach up and I tear it down, and I look at it and I say, I remember the days when I was naive enough to believe this bollocks. And I take my pencil and I cross out the name Professor, and I write Damien on top of it. <laughs> now this is the truth. <laughs> Glad I got you a pencil so you can change lies into truth wherever we go. <laughs> All right, well, let's meet Zodra up, uh, up top side. Excellent idea. We find the staircase. Yeah, staircase is just right there. You walk on up to the second floor? Yes. yes. All right, Zodra. Yes. You hear the footsteps and recognize them as your comrades. All uh, right. Mostly because you heard the epic speech from downstairs. 
Glad they're being all stealthy like. <laughs> uh, all right. So there's just this one kitchen bedroom. Uh, it's there's a hallway that has a couple more of these bedrooms. Okay. Um, while they're epically speaking and and heading upstairs, all quiet like, look around uh, this floor to clear it of danger and valuables. <laughs> you search the floor. And you look around in all the furniture. You don't seem to find anything valuable. This place appears to have been picked clean. Is there a chair? A wooden chair? Sure. All right. I break off a leg. All right. You have a chair leg. All right. I tie the straw that I took to it. And then I take some of the fabric from the mattress and I tie it over the straw. And then I'm excited because now I have a torch. Sure. You got a torch. I, I also have... My new varnish. Oh, yeah. Highly flammable. Flammable? I don't know. Hey, there's no one down here. We found lots of great hiding places and no one was in them, so. They were fools for not being in those hiding places. We thought so, too. Yeah, I I heard. (laughs) (laughs) So they must be on the third floor, yeah? Well, have you found anyone up here? No, just this torch here. (laughs) The the third floor it is, then. I I hand my torch to Damien. Ah, I am the torch bearer. <laughs> yes. I will uh, lead the way up the stairs. All right. You guys head up the stairs. Bumper. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're still hanging out the beast, correct? Yeah, keeping a lookout, making sure my friends are safe. No one's escaping in, no one's getting out, unless I see. All right. Make a senses notice check. That's two hits. Around the corner, you hear something crash and hit the ground. And then uh, you see somebody climb out the window and go around the side of the building and uh, try to scale down the sides using the ledges around the windows. Oh, man. Okay, so this is a guy escaping out of, like, the third story of this building my friends are in? Yeah, he's he's trying real hard to not fall on his ass. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. All right, so so... I see him like around the way. Can I like put her, put the beast in gear, get up around him, and jump up into the buzzsaw ballista, pop open the hatch, and just stare at him and point it at him and be like, "Don't move!" You do that on the on the way when I'm driving there. I, I hit the horn real quick so you guys are, and you know that something's up. Are we on the third floor or the second floor? Uh, you made it to the third floor by now. Okay. Um, you hear the horn go off. Is there a window facing out to the side of the building the beast is on? Uh, yes. I run to the window to look out at it. Uh, there's the beast. Uh, bumpers in the turret pointing the giant ballista at this guy on the second story ledge who would probably have his hands up if he wasn't trying to fall two stories. I run over as well and I, I look down at the man. Is it my friend? It's not. He's just dressed in Wastelander rags. Uh, he's not anybody you recognize. You get the feeling he's not from the Enclave. This man is a stranger. What you doing here, friend? Just scavenging. All right, all right. How long you been working this area? I don't know. I just heard this place got overran by trogs. What else you heard about this place? I lock up the buzz ballista. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, hey. I'm not looking for any trouble. Neither am I. So how about you just answer my questions? All right, so word around town is all the remnants showed up there because this place got overrun by trogs, 
And you know the remnants got real good stuff. They make a lot of money off that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. They make a fortune. You say you're from what, Witherbury? Yeah. Okay, so all the remnants hold up in there, yeah? Yeah. Are you new around here? Yeah, I'm just coming through. I want to make sure I know where all these remnant people are. Okay, well, it looks like you've already overstayed your welcome here. We'll take it from here. You can leave town now. Uh, can I keep the stuff I found? Oh, yeah, that's fair salvage, man. You good? Hey, while wh- you've got a ballista pointed at you, do you know if there are still trogs here? I'm sure there's a couple creeping around. I've uh, Last couple times I've been here, there had been. But there aren't any remnants remaining? No, they evacuated after the town got overrun. But Witherbury took a liking to them a long time ago. They took them in as family. Uh, the professor's been pretty kind to to the folks there. The professor is in Witherbury? Yes, he's. they elected him mayor and everything. I now have even more reason to hate that place. <laughs> uh, what'd you say your name was, friend? Uh... People call me random because I'm just kind of randomly in places, it seems. Okay, yeah, I'm going to call you Rando. Okay, Rando. That's fine. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and pull up the bus because you look like you're about to fall. You can go ahead, hop on the bus, hop down the street, and boogie on out of town, all right? All right. No trouble. No trouble. Okay, I back the beast up, and I help him onto the beast, and I help him onto the ground. He, uh, he thanks you and kind of digs through his bag. And he pulls out a stapler and motions. Yeah, no, I'll take that. I can use that. All right, here. Thank hey, you. Hey, Damien, do, do you want Rando to send a message to the professor? That's an excellent idea. Yes, Rando, tell the professor that justice is coming for him. Oh, that's a good message. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm heading that way to drop off my salvage anyway. I can do that. Yeah, he needs to know. Then I should probably skip town, huh? Wait, before you do that, take this with you, and I give, I extend the, the tracker, the tracking bracelet to him. Okay, what's this? Just put it on your wrist and forget about it. Oh, give him the poster, too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I give him the poster with the professor's name crossed out and Damien written on top of it. This is this is the message I want you to give the professor. So nothing about justice? No, the justice also. Come on, just do both of them. Actually, oh. here's here's a better third idea. Say the thing about the justice and give him this poster. And um, I sort of roll up the poster and I wrap the tracking bracelet around the poster. So it's holding it together. Give him this. All right. Hi, seems like we just gave you a job. So I'll pay a stapler to do it. And I hand him back the stapler. Thank you. All right, cool. We fair. Everything's square. Skip town. Go Witherbury. Skipping town. Well, I'm getting out of Witherbury. I don't like the sound of this at all. You're very intuitive and smart, man. You're going to live a long, prosperous life, Rando. That's why they call me Rando. I'll see you later, buddy. Take care. Good luck with your justice. You're the one who will be on the receiving end of it. Why not him? In a positive way. I mean, you get the benefits <laughs> of the justice. <laughs> so he he gets on his uh, rusty, beat-up motorcycle with his with his satchel, and uh, he rides off towards Witherbury. All right. So maybe there's some trogs, like, 
Uh, they do like to be underground, right? I do think so. So, like, if we're gonna like, also, if they just like abandon this place, maybe you guys can get into places that no one else can, and we can find some useful tech down there. It's true. Uh, I doubt that there's any power in this place now that you know I'm gone. Hey, yeah, but like, you know how to like power it now without being stabbed a whole lot, right? Uh, well, I could try. Maybe it won't be as powerful, of course, right. but. Maybe enough for uh, for a little while. Yeah, to like open a door or a vault or something cool. Hey, that's smart. All right, cool. Hey, how do we get down underground? Uh, well, there's this access point in the center of the uh, surface village. All right, all aboard. All right, you scoot on over to the access point in the center of the village. It leads to an underground garage where uh, supply vehicles are taken. Like in all the other enclaves. It is convenient that they keep having parking spots for me. Hey, can we get this hatchet thing open? It's it's open. It's just it just leads Oh, they left it open. Well that's kind yeah. of a bad sign, and I go driving down it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you drive down into the garage. And I park, I lock the beast up all nice and good. Uh Damien, Twitch, lead the way. After you, Twitch? <laughs> Uh, I only escaped from this building once. All right, I suppose I do know the layout better. I go in front, putting on a brave face. All right. The normally secure doors are open. I go on through. Is is there any sort of light source? Nope. I can see in the dark. Oh, and you looks like you're holding a torch. Oh, that's right. I also have in my possession a light bulb that lights up when I hold it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That works pretty good. All right. So Twitch will be right right behind you, giving you some light. I'll watch our ass with with my night vision. I pull up my goggles, and and I hold on to Zoe while I look over my shoulder. All right. You make your way into the underground complex. You start off in what used to be a lobby. There's a map that has all the different parts of the underground facility, uh, laboratories, more housing units, the recreation area, uh, etc. Where does it say the trogs are? Hi, Zoe, you see any sign of them? Do I? Uh, if you would like, you can make a senses notice. Or if you want to even try to track some, you could use senses and survive. Okay, uh, they are equivalent, so I will be looking and tracking. Okay. Track looking, look tracking. Uh, that is four hits for my look tracking. Are you using the torch or the light bulb? Uh, at the moment, we have not sparked the torch, so I imagine I'm using the light bulb or my under-excellent night vision. You do find traces of trog. You, you see where one might have put its hand on the wall and um, had dug in its claws. Trogs have been in this room at some point. There are trog traces everywhere. There were definitely trogs here, but we kind of knew that, so I feel like I'm not helping. You got like a trail or something? Well, there's a handprint, claw print, claw handprint. Oh, all right. Well, then let's go that way. All right. Uh, you follow some of the tracks in the dust and dirt. And it just leads you down the hallway uh, towards some stairs. Do I recognize where the stairs are going? Do I recognize where we are? It looks like these stairs would take you to the housing level. 
This this goes down to the housing level, so if there are any trogs still living here, it seems like a likely bet. All right, let's proceed forward cautiously. All right, so you head down to the housing unit, and you actually see old bloodstains, but no bodies. And as you look into each of the rooms, it looks like they had also been picked clean. And that's where the tracks seem to stop. Uh, the tracks stop here. I don't, I don't know where to go from here. You get the sense that this place has been completely abandoned by humans. Humans and trogs? Or just... If it was being habitated by trogs, uh, there would be a lot more noticeable signs. Okay, so this is just like super ghost town then. This is super ghost town. Okay. Uh, their trogs are just scavenging too, you get the feeling, okay, after so, investigating for a little bit. So they didn't have any interest in living here. They just wanted y'all to stop like being what? mean to them or whatever. Was that what Lake Pleasant was doing? Well, I thought it was like the, the, the according to Tadpole, it was like the professor was like experimenting on trogs and stuff like that. I think these people were affiliated with all that and they wanted to put an end to it. Wait, experimenting on trogs? Yeah, that's how she got her, like, her robot arm and stuff. Oh, that's right. Hey, Damien, weren't there some laboratories in this place? Yes, and if we go down to the laboratories, I can see my old bedroom. (laughs) 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 All right, Uh, you head down towards the laboratory. There's bits of trog that you can find uh, without any power to keep the remains cool. They've... uh, begun to decay and you smell that before you even get into the laboratory uh your bedroom looks about the same the furniture's mostly in the same spot nobody took any of your books though oh thank god Uh, i run over to my books and i hug them tightly and i look at the rest of the room and it's how it's old and dusty and the unfamiliar silence of the area it used to be bustling with scientists and people of knowledge and i could hear the professor's footsteps and buzzing with electric lights yes and the buzzing of the electric lights that's the thing i miss the most (laughs) yep and my heart hurts at the fall of my home but i also feel gladdened and heartened by the fact that this has given us the opportunity to move forward and create something better, I tell everyone. All right. Well, maybe we real quickly just look around, see if there's anything people left behind that could be useful to our project, and then I guess we go organize a summit or whatnot. Listen, Twitch, I got to see my old room. Would you like to see yours? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, would I like to see the place I was enslaved and tortured for, like, over two decades? Yes, precisely that. No, thank you. Well... All right, your loss, I suppose. Ah, right, so we, we turn this place over, see if there's anything that'd be useful to the project, some, like, gears, some circuits, something like that, and then I think we get out of here, since we did send a rather provocative message to the professor, and Witherberry's not too far away. I like to be very far away from here when he gets that message. All right, so you guys head up to the ground floor and make your way onto the beast? Yeah, yeah, if there's nothing around here that's worth it, let's get the hell out. All right. Hey, sorry about your home there, Damien. That's all right. I I thought I thought I had missed it terribly these weeks we've been gone, but being back, I realize that's not the place for me. All right, let's go find you a home. One way ticket to Karma. And I start driving towards Karma. Maybe someday, when it's a little farther away, as a ghost in my mind, 
we can come back and rebuild it, make it a place for anybody to come in. Maybe fences just to keep out raiders, not necessarily trogs. Yes, and perhaps even there will be no raiders. There will be no need for them in the future. And we can come back here and build our utopia. That's a pretty good name for a town. A metopia? Just a utopia. <laughs> what about like an Uztopia? Well, we could each have one, and then it'll be sort of like a an Itopia. Okay, all right. <laughs> and we go driving north towards Karma. Hey, on that little doohickey puzzle box thingy, uh, do you think that message made it to Professor yet? You got that tracking device on there. Uh, I check the map and see whether the tracking device I had put on the poster is... Located in Witherbury. It is located in Witherbury, and it is currently not moving. Well, it seems to have gotten there, and it seems to be remaining. Okay, so let's go ahead and assume because of the fair payment I gave him that Rando delivered that message. So we're going to go ahead and set up this summit. Now, it does occur to me that maybe, just maybe, gathering all the leaders of the rival faction of the professor in one location might just make him want to come and attack us. So we all got to be on our, on our best game and uh, twitchy. Yeah. It's a good thing you got that army. Oh, that's right. Hey, Damien, you mind sending a, uh, typing a message for me back to Karma? I love typing messages. Well, you, you should tell them, well, uh, I'm coming back. They should clean the place up a little bit. <laughs> uh, uh, pour me a beer <laughs> and uh, get ready for a fight, maybe. I send the message over. All right, sounds good. And we go driving up north. All right, you make your way up towards Karma, and you see it. You see Twitch and Damien's brand new fortress in sight on the horizon. And as you look behind you, you see several vehicles coming out of the rocks and from down from hills and stuff right behind you. Hey, they got smiley faces on them. Them your boys, Twitch. I don't know. I look out and uh, I see if I recognize anybody. You recognize these as remnant vehicles. And that's where we'll end this session. Bom, bom, this podcast has been brought to you by ENPC Productions. All rights reserved. The Essential NPCs podcast is not affiliated with, endorsed, or specifically approved by Colin Chapman or Radioactive Ape Designs. Atomic Highway is property of Radioactive Ape Designs. For more information, search Atomic Highway on www.drivethroughrpg.com.